Welcome to the SIFT Podcast. Our goal is to cultivate real conversations and sift through challenging topics. Coming together with different perspectives, because this is real life and we can only get through it together. here and season two i'm loving it y'all it's a great time um and that cute little voice that you probably don't recognize that you heard off in the distance that is our special guest today who happens to be gabby and i is one of our favorite people and our auntie tab of the qualls give a clap for tab of the qualls we love her tabitha if you want to tell the people a little bit about yourself well, my name is Tabitha Qualls. I uh, live in uh, Dayton, Ohio. I'm actually from Michigan, though. So um, Go blue. That's right. Go blue. And um, I'm an occupational therapist. That's my profession. And uh, some little hobbies I love. I love music. I love to paint. Um, I have a little little side business that I do. Tabby's, and what is that? Tabby's Tidbits LLC. And um, I, I basically do that because it's such a stress reliever for me. So I well, love it. Hobby, but a stress reliever well. As what well. is Tabby's Tidbits? Do a little shameless plug. Oh, okay. Well, I paint and I kind of just go with how I moved and what I feel like I want to paint. Mm-hmm. And then, so I have some originals and then I have them printed in different form, whether it be prints on um, tumblers. Let's see. I have bags and I have a new addition this year. I'm doing some keychains. Oh, come on, keychains. Okay. Yeah. We love a good keychain. I'm going to buy me a keychain. Just little things like that. Yeah. Yeah. We love that. Yes, a lot of flower vibes and birds I love to do. I mean, the birds, I think, are my favorite. My favorite one you've ever done is the parrot. The parrot. That is immaculate. Mm. Miss Tabitha, when... How will we be able to possibly purchase some of these items? Oh, I have a little website, artbytabby.com. And, and that's um, T-A-B-B-Y. Mm-hmm. Yep, artbytabby.com. And uh, it's uh, you just go to the little website and, you know, some of my things are there on the website. Um, but... I will give you a heads up. There's a lot of people out there with the name of Tabby. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> I love my art and I love what I do, but mine is really, oh, there's a lot of people that are way better than me on there. I'm just letting you know. So uh, well, when you look for the, look for the sunflowers and the birds, that would be me. <laughs> well, uh, if, you, if you see people, it's the wrong Tabby. well let me just say that it's it's about where the heart's from Mm -hmm, and what makes you happy and art is in the eye it says beauty is in the eye of the beholder but so is art yes because you know um everybody has their own you know uh style and everybody has their own something you know whatever and i've loved everything that you've made for me so um you might be a little biased i am not (laughs) I have Tabby's Tibbetts art hanging in my apartment now. Where? The, the butterfly she painted me in the living room. <gasps> in the living room. And that one, right? And that one. And that one. Yeah, that's I don't remember what that one is. It's pretty, though. It's part of a flower collection. Oh, yeah. That's yes. part of the sunflower variant. That's mm-hmm. right. Sunflower variant. Yes. I love it. Maybe Brianna K. Clay and Tabby's Tibbetts can do a little collaboration. Yes. Some earrings and some art. Yes. Because I did some will sunflowers. Will you be at any festivals or shows or vendor events soon coming oh, up? I'm going to be in Germantown, Ohio at the Pretzel Festival. Boop, boop. The this best is- pretzels you'll ever have. Oh. And pork chops. Oh. oh, I dream about those pork chops. But the pork chops are not from the Pretzel Festival. It's a food vendor that comes. That mm-hmm. only goes to that they festival. only go to the festival. And the thing is, they run out of those. So oh, they mm-hmm. do. I literally went and I bought like three of them. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think you, you bought like the last one. I did. I bought the last two of them. Yeah. And if yeah. any of you have been to Barry Dingles, like, and had their pork chop that like, they only make so many of them or whatever, 
like this better. blows it out of the water. Yeah, and that is a sure. freaking good pork chop. Yeah, they're just so good. So good. I literally, I dream about them at night mm-hmm. and in the daytime. And I've been waiting all year. We're going to the pretzel festival again this year. Are you coming again this year, Celine? Uh, I'm going to try to come. Okay, beautiful. Oh, yay, everybody's going to be there. I think Lauren said she's going to try to come too. It de- She <gasps> oh, said it depends on like sometime. her new job that she's hoping to get soon. But uh, that would be great because we all could just pile in the car. And this time we will not be trying to pick up any truckers. Yes. Uh, oh, did you hear that story, Tabitha? No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Can we tell her the story? Yeah, like, <laughs> okay, so on the way back from the pretzel fest, <laughs> we were going home and there was this truck driver that I was like, that man is checking you out, Celine. Like he was like he just kept looking at her. And so and sh- I'm like, Celine, you're single and ready to mingle. Like, let you know, put your phone number up on the window in your phone and like give him your number. And I'm like, worst case scenario, he's weird and you block him. Like, right. it's not the end of the world. And she's like, no, no, no. And so he kept like staring at her. And so I'm like, listen, this man is checking you out. <laughs> so she puts it up on her phone and he like motions like I can't see it. And so then I found a piece of paper <laughs> in, in my car. And I was like, put your or Gabby's car and we wrote her number really big and put it on the window and he took her number down and texted her and so he was like pull off at the next stop and we're like absolutely not (laughs) so we did so we did it and so then they exchanged snapchats or whatever and she's like yeah he he was he was like decently cute or whatever he wasn't like drop dead gorgeous or nothing but the tint in the windows really did him dirty Mm. but um he wasn't ugly, but she was like, "Oh yeah, yeah he's cute." And then he sent her uh, a penis pic, and that was not un- that was not warranted, so she blocked him. <gasps> Ooh, yeah. yeah, she's like, "I didn't want that." <laughs> oh, <laughs> We're man. like, "All right, bye." I just want to know why do guys do that? It's well, so unwar- like it's so uncalled for. Like, nobody why? wants oh. it. I think it's the last like hail mary. Like let's just like. <laughs> It's because, like, so real, I'll really bring her talk, in with this one. And he like he wasn't he Muslim or something. Yeah, he you was. were Christian like oh, yeah. Muslim, and he were like, eh, it's yeah. not gonna. And so I think he knew like, yeah, this is gonna work out. Okay, let's just see what this does. <laughs> Man. Nothing. Nothing. It's not going to do it anything. Got, it got him blocked. <laughs> yeah, sure did. I mean, <laughs> what in what in the world? Hey, probably like two out of three times. I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe it works for somebody. Know. You never know unless you shoot your shot. I literally you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. <laughs> Michael Scott. <laughs> I actually saw, I saw, I saw this TikTok the other day. I laughed so hard. And it was like when, when you're quote unquote sexting with your boyfriend or husband or whatever and he like and you are like saying all these dirty things to him or whatever and she's literally just like doing everyday things she's like oh yeah i'm doing this to myself and she's like making tea (laughs) she's cooking dinner and 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 she's like saying all these things and and he's like oh yeah that's great what are you doing she's like oh i'm doing this and she's like doing dishes vacuuming not doing anything that she's saying that she's doing and i'm like that's what I would I do. I've seen one like that, and she's like, when you when you have to put your money where your mouth is, and the guy comes home from work early, pulls up, and oh. she's like, and runs. <laughs> she just like runs she's away. like, oops, I wasn't doing any of those things. I thought you were going to bring up the one that you sent me, where the guy was like, meeting up with my sneaky link, and they were in the car and she's oh, playing gospel playing music. Gospel music. <laughs> He's like, what are we about to do? Like, I uh, Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> if you hear me cough, uh, I'm getting over a cold, so please don't mind because that. Because Brianna is sick all the every time. Two weeks. <laughs> Actually, this summer I've been really good because I haven't been around children. That's true. <laughs> but I was just visiting like my nieces and nephews, and they're all littles, and I haven't um, been around kids in a long time. And you know, kids are just human cesspools of germs in general. So true. my immune system said, so here we are. Um, how was everybody's week? It was all right. It's a uh, back to school season at Walmart, so oh, everyone and their mom and all their children and everybody is inside getting all their school supplies. Lots of crying, lots of screaming. Yes, they did. You say there was a kid yeah, crying. There was a kid who was crying. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's been really, really busy. Lots of orders. So I can't wait for this season to pass. We are starting to get in like our Black Friday stuff Ooh. and Christmas already? stuff already. Walmart moves so quick. 
so fast. See, here's the thing about the great thing about Celine working at Walmart is she can tell us what the deals are before they're like come out, right. like a deals week before. before the deals. Yeah. And so we're like, okay, we can decide: do we want to go to Walmart or do we not want to go to Walmart? Like she'll be like, this is worth it. This is not worth it, mm-hmm. and we can go and get the deal. And the best, also, she has a discount. So if we give her money and have her pay for it, oh, then we get it even cheaper. Exactly. That's, so, that's, that's I good. didn't know that. You didn't? And I have not been taking advantage of that. Well, that's I a you I thought you problem. knew that. I did not. Oh, okay. That's a you well, problem. I've been misinformed. Well, definitely Bree's been taking advantage of I haven't yet. She hasn't oh. yet, no. But oh, she there's lots of it. things that I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to get it, and then I change my mind, but... <laughs> Every Black Friday, I check the deals. Is there anything that I want? And I'm like, okay, here you go, Celine. This is what I'm going to give you. But I, there hasn't been anything that I wanted yet. Do you guys get like first say on like uh, Black Friday deals or anything? We like, do not. Of no. course not. No, we oh. don't get first dibs. So you get whatever's left. We get whatever's which left. Which is like yeah. nothing. Yeah, like my first year that I started working there, we had a really good deal on like Beats headphones. Mm-hmm. And there was literally one left. And they were like 80 bucks. And I was like, I will literally pay you whatever right now to like let me have that the headphone. Because he was like, there's only one left. And I was like, please give it to me. Like I want that very <laughs> I last want one. It. Gave him $5 and he let me have the last one. <laughs> Hey, come on. I love that. Uh, Well, my week was fantastic um, because Gabby and Elvis and JL and my auntie and my friends threw me a surprise birthday party. My birthday's next week. And uh, I was shook. I had no idea. All these people that I love so dearly were all there. And Gabby had speeches and all this stuff, and I cried of happy tears, and it was great. And that's partially why my voice is not great, because <laughs> I had such a good time last night. I'm so glad. It was so much fun. Gabby, I was like, Gabby, you should be a party planner. And she's like, absolutely not. I'm never doing this ever I know. Again. I told Gabby yesterday, I was like, you know, Gabby, I kind of want a surprise birthday party. And she was like, get somebody else to do it. And I was like, <laughs> I, said, I will, Bri, I love you, but I will never be doing this again. <laughs> it was but then I Ask JL, was I too stressed about it? Yeah. But yeah. then I told her like it was a lot. I'm like it probably was because it was for me and like she tells me everything so like because she couldn't tell me this it was stuff, so hard it was hard but I was like if you played it for JL or Celine or Lauren or Tabitha or whoever else like it wouldn't be as hard because right. you could come to me and be like word vomit all this stuff or like this is my problem mm-hmm. I need I need I need help, help whatever me. yeah not that you didn't have help but like yeah. mm-hmm. just I think it's just because it was me because literally every second of every day we are speaking at some point yes so <laughs> yes and which also annoys Gabby sometimes in the summer because she works in the summer and I do not so I'm like hey do 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 and she's like I am working <laughs> and I'm like oh I'm like, I just I'm literally at work right now I'm like facetiming her and she's like I'm with children right now <laughs> Except, but they love Brisa. Yeah, they do. Except, and I'm like, Miss Brisa's hi. Yeah, but anyway. All right, ladies and gents. I have a wonderful What the Heck Ohio for you today. I'm excited. Um, it's hilarious. Uh, it actually is from last year. Um, I got this from uh, WKFR 103.3's website. Ohio woman hides from police in funeral home during calling hours. Hmm. Oh, I've heard this. Did you? (laughs) A theft subject picked the wrong place to lay low while attempting to escape (laughs) capture in Austin, Austin town last week. This was last April of 22. Last Sunday afternoon, local law enforcement responded to a theft call at Walmart in a small suburb of Youngstown called Austin town. A 30 year old woman allegedly scanned 181 items valued at $2,000 only to intentionally walk out without paying for them. Apparently, the suspect spotted the police car looking for her. She so quickly ducked into the Lane Funeral Home. Oh, yeah. I know where that's at. The police <laughs> spotted a dead ringer for the suspected shoplifter oh. walking into the local funeral home. She may have picked the wrong time and place to go, quote unquote, underground. And she entered the funeral home during calling hours. <gasps> calling hours is a term. You know, everybody knows what calling hours is. So it's not the best time for at a funeral to hide out. The police officers were able to grab the suspect as she attempted to escape into the side exit of the funeral home. I'm assuming that her Walmart shopping bags were a dead giveaway and she was charged and booked for the theft charges. Not her Walmart bags in hand (laughs) running into the funeral home. Ma'am, like hide them somewhere. Right, like drop them off in in. some bushes or something. I mean, also, she probably wasn't wearing all black, so it would have been a dead giveaway. She's wearing probably like a Hawaiian shirt (laughs) and she's like in the sea of black. (laughs) They'd be like, there she is. Get her. Oh my gosh. Man. 
That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I I don't I don't understand people. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, nice idea. There's a lot of people. Yeah. But not with your Walmart bags in hand. Yeah, I don't know what she was thinking. She said, yeah, I'm just going to walk through here real quick. And I just want to know how she carried 181 items. I don't, I don't know. Did she have the items on her? Like, were they in her car? Like, was she walking? I feel like we need more context. Because, like, yes. they didn't say. They just said that she made a quick getaway and ducked. So, mm. I, it sounds like her, they said her bags were a giveaway. If they were in her car, maybe they wouldn't have seen them. So, that's why I'm thinking, like, oh. they were in her hand. There's just a lot of items to carry. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> I just, like, you do this for a living, like, carry it's, the groceries. It's a lot to carry, and those bags are cheap. Yeah, they are. They break so she was probably moving easily. real slow. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, There's no way she was running. <laughs> it makes me think of that meme of the old woman carrying the grocery bags running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So, uh, uh, food for thought, don't um, steal Walmart items and then go to a funeral home and try to ruin the the calling hours. How about just don't steal? You know how yeah. shook they probably were? They're probably like, why are the police here? Right. Like, Can you imagine Did you're they crying? know her? I know you're <laughs> crying over your loved one. <laughs> And then yeah. you just you hear and it's the bag the and you the see, and, of the and bag. they're like get on the ground and, like, <laughs> and everyone's like what is happening right now? what if she was like and they're like my to... condolences and they're tackling her in the corner yeah. do you think she was trying to play it off like she was there trying to see the first? oh for Probably. sure was... and then she's got all these bags she's like oh I'm just like these I are had for to, you there was a deal <laughs> there was a deal you know I heard you were in need here you are yeah. <laughs> I got you <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. What's today's topic, Brie? Well, today we're going to be talking about uh, having a disability in America, Ooh. struggling with disabilities in America, um, you know, just what it's like to have a disability in America in general, um, because it's not something, fortunately, that Slater, Gabby, and I can understand, and our auntie has a disability, and Tabitha, if you want to... Listen, I have a disability. I don't know where countries are. <laughs> that's your gap that's not a disability I also don't know how to spell very well <laughs> I mean I guess it could and be and I'm only good at quick math <laughs> quick math? Yeah. I don't think you're listing disabilities I don't know you know I mean Gabby you probably would feel less than with a smart person you know I do I feel less than with a smart person around. Um, but <laughs> do you want to tell us about your actual disability? My actual disability. Tell the people, not a gap, not something that you struggle with academically, <laughs> just your not, actual medical disability. My, not my gaps in life. Not your gaps in life. Okay, because I got those too. <laughs> <laughs> we all got gaps. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, well, I actually have a really rare syndrome. And it's called Singleton-Merton Syndrome. And um, unfortunately, I was born with it. and But it wasn't discovered until two years ago now what my actual syndrome is. And, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. So basically, I started having problems at a young age. And um, my it was just kind of like a series of events that were happening like where my body was changing so started with what they thought were birth defects in my feet Mm -hmm. and that was when I was at the age of like four or five and then after that got through that and then they found out that I have glaucoma and it was discovered when I was at the age of seven Um, Unfortunately, I had already had so much damage to my optic nerve, so I'm technically legally blind. Mm -hmm. And um, and then after that, it just kept like things just kept coming. So with with all the conditions popping up, you know, my parents, you know, being super good parents, wanted Mm -hmm. to try to figure out. So I started my first time going to genetics when I was like in seventh grade. And so, and I'm now 45 years old, so... Come on, 45! Yeah! So, to just now have the diagnosis, like, two years, you know, two years ago, Mm -hmm. it's pretty phenomenal. It it shows you what all the um, science and research and testing allows for Mm -hmm. people to find out. Yeah. 
so with that being said, so, um, you know, it also encompasses, I have issues with my heart and there's just been, there's nothing wrong with your heart. You have a great heart and I love you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, just like several things that I've had to go through you know, in life. All because of the syndrome. All because of the syndrome, right? Which is so interesting. Because when you were young, it probably seemed like it was single, separate issues. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then the last two years, you're like, oh, it's under a big umbrella. Right, because, (laughs) right, because they, right, exactly, they were like, hey, we finally know, and everything is from this one syndrome. Mm. So, you know, basically, my whole life has been, um, challenge, yeah. you know, starting at a young age and having to adapt and and overcome. Did that um, feel like really? What's the word? Like like relieving, you, like relieving, like to know, like wow, there's actually a name to it. Like all the all these years of all these different things happening, like there's a reason I'm not crazy. Like it made you feel like you know. Oh, 100%. Because especially when it um, comes to my heart, because, mm-hmm. you know, I had heart surgery my when I was 22 because I had aortic stenosis and they had to replace my aortic valve. And upon doing that, my proximal root of my aorta um, ruptured. So oh. I, I, I technically really am a walking miracle. And then this is per the doc, the surgeon, the cardiothoracic surgeon. And... Um, but with that being said, you know, you know, years after surgery, you know, I start having problems again. Mm-hmm. And I've been to numerous cardiologists that essentially were telling me that it was all in my head. And then finally, when I, you know, got the diagnosis of the syndrome, then those genetic doctors sent me to a specialist at University of Michigan and plugged to U of M because they're amazing right. healthcare system. Come on now. Um, right? <clears throat> anyway, so they sent me to a cardiologist that specializes in like calcification, which this syndrome causes for my heart. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she looked at me and she's the one that first told me that, you know, I know you were sent here because you have this syndrome that causes calcification, but she said, do you know you're in heart failure? And I'm like, Wait, what? Huh? What? (laughs) Literally, I wish you guys could see my face right now because, you know, and I just started crying. Yeah. Because I'm like, so there really is something wrong with me. Yeah, this whole time you've been saying. I'm not imagining that I'm having more trouble. She's like, oh, no. She's like, I see your heart muscle. I see the calcium that's depositing in the actual muscle. So this is what's causing now the heart failure. And it's definitely from your syndrome. So, yeah. It was a huge relief. I had a big cry fest with the doctor because I'm like, I'm not crazy. Right. You know, like, yeah, it was very validating for me. Mm -hmm. Right. And then to just know all these things and like, okay, so you're going to have maybe better treatment. Maybe there's some medication that's available for you. Mm -hmm. More specific treatment. Yeah. Right. Because rather than just like a general something. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a big relief. Huge. That's phenomenal. Honestly, that yeah. is phenomenal. I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, we have some questions for you. Yes. That we're going to uh, ask you. Okay. And answer however you feel led to answer. Okay. And don't forget, Jesus is always welcome in this room. So you right. can preach if you need to preach. Say what you need to say. Um, what is one of the biggest struggles that you face in daily life having a disability? And it could be any of what you each individual thing, even though it's under the syndrome. I, you know, there's so many things with because I have so many different problems that impact my day to day function. Um, So to me, I think the largest struggle is always having to do things differently. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, I dream about and I would say most people that have to do things on a different you know in a different way you know what it would be like to just get in the car like oh I want mm, a Whopper from Burger King or, <laughs> I don't know yeah I don't know what it is you know yeah <laughs> you know because have it your way right BK have it your way whatever, have it your way right? yeah right right okay because uh, <laughs> you, you know you want that right right and, you know, I don't drive because I'm legally blind. I right. have been able to, you know, 
I have to set up a ride or, you know, call my husband. Hey, can we do this? You know, blah, blah, blah. And I know it seems simple and this is just a very small example, but just everything is different. You know, Mm -hmm. I can't go down the stairs. She can't just freely run in an open field. Right. Yeah. (laughs) You can't. You can't frolic. I might might fall. (laughs) (laughs) I might fall and I break easy. No frolicking. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, just I, to me, that's it's it sometimes just kind of gets annoying. Yeah. I guess that's the best word. It's just it just can be frustrating. Yeah, that you just have to always have a modification. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't mean that I don't get through, and I keep going through life. Oh, you're good to have it. He's just I, adjusting. Okay, <laughs> and I try to you know stay as positive as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it does. It just becomes a little bit. It's just frustrating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can. I mean, I can't. I can can only imagine. But right. we've grown up with you, so like we've seen the different adaptations. And like mm-hmm. I must say, like I think you're the most resilient person that I know because you will find a way to make it work for you. And also, yeah. you may. It's annoying you. Yes. But yeah. You're not annoying to us. Just so you know. Right. Yeah. No. You're not an annoyance. We don't mind adapting. We don't mind making it work, even though we sometimes lead you into walls and lead you into things because we're not paying attention. Yesterday. Listen. <laughs> Haven't you also led her into a pole? I. Well. You, hmm? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> listen. That might be another topic. In my in my defense, in my defense, I'm a great leader of Tabitha, but in my defense, last night. <laughs> the door and the wall were made of glass for one and for two not that I couldn't see it but I was focusing on leading her and Elvis was so eager to get me into the surprise party space that he was like just go and he like not in a mean way but like was trying to nudge me and he kind of like like gave me a nudge to send me into the room because he was so excited right. and so I lost track of he forgot I was leading Tabitha <laughs> and so I lost track of what I was doing because, hello, ADHD, I can only do one thing at a time. Yeah. And I forgot I was leading Tabitha because he's like, just go. And I thought I was like hindering something and because he wanted me to go in the room. So in my defense, it was Elvis's fault. I would like to know because my camera of her reaction didn't pick up Tabitha running into the door, but Did you yours recorded mine? it. Did I don't Did know. Did record her? Yeah, because see. your hand was the in the wall. way of the door. Yeah. Where Tabitha that ran into Let yeah. me see. And in it, Gabby's. I'm gonna watch it. So you quick. may have seen it. And I'm it wasn't screaming. really it was like, you know, like a half. <laughs> it was door. a glass. It was a tiny half door. It was Elvis's glass. fault because he's like, just go. You can hear him say I in the video, think just I go. I did, but I'm not sure. You there, watch it and see. Okay, let me see. There's, oh, maybe not. I might have gotten her like bumping into it, oh, but I don't no. think you can actually see it. Not really, no. no okay. That's okay. So nobody um, knows. It didn't happen. It's all right. I was well, like, now man. everybody listening to this knows. Yeah. yeah well. But there's no video proof. No video proof. So. No video no proof. No videos or pictures, so it didn't happen. Wow, well, listen. See? It's like imprinting my brain. I got lots <laughs> of memories. Back, back to what you said about it being like super frustrating, the things that you have to do. I think about it so simple, tiny, but what comes to mind is like when you have a cold mm-hmm. and like one side of your nostrils stuffed. You know, when it's, like, super, super frustrating. It's the most insignificant thing. Mm-hmm. But then you, like... And then you're, you're like, dang, I took for granted I when took I for, could breathe. I took for granted when know? I had free mm-hmm. breathing. And I didn't yeah. have to think yeah. about breathing. Now, I, whatever side I lay on, mm-hmm. that's what it goes to. And now I can't sleep all night <laughs> yeah. because right. it, it keeps changing yeah. everywhere exactly. I turn. And now I can't breathe. Or when you have a sore throat from your, like, a cold or something, yeah. and you're like, it's just constantly scratching me. And it, you got to yeah. be on the cough drops constantly. And you got to mm-hmm. do all these things just to be comfortable and just right. to be, like, it's super annoying it's, and frustrating it's convenient. Yeah. yeah you're constantly think having to think about it and having mm-hmm. to do something to be comfortable like mm-hmm. right i don't get it that, what you, that's the best way we that's can the best way you can yeah. kind of Connect. think about it yeah. yeah yeah and then like with like the added component of my heart being a little bit different now mm-hmm. you know it's been 
more adjustment Mm -hmm. and more modification, Mm -hmm. you know, for things that I used to be able to do. Yeah. And not only you're doing these things to make you comfortable, but like your life depends on it. Right. Right. You have to to do these things or else you will die. Exactly. Like that's you. Yeah. That's just true. So morbid, Gabby. Right. Am I wrong? You have to do these certain things or you're going to (laughs) die. Yeah. Well, that's right. It's true. It it's so true. true. Right. So so to circle back around for everyone that's listening, the Burger King have it your way whopper. I do no cheese, one bread uh, to lower the sodium. So just so everybody knows. <laughs> one yeah. bread. So you only get like one part of the bun. That's yeah. right, girl. Really? She, yes. she can only no. have so much she sodium a day because yes. of her heart. <laughs> so she has to count her sodium milligrams yes. every day. So usually oh. I know when she goes to a restaurant, she's like just. Plain fish or plain no chicken with no so seasoning at all. Everything is so high in sodium. Uh-huh. Yeah. No seasoning. Right. So I try yeah. to stick to 1,500 milligrams a day mm-hmm. to, to try just, to keep where I'm at. To give the people like an idea, a teaspoon of salt is how many milligrams? 2,000 milligrams. About It It might be a little bit over. If you Google it, it's mm-hmm. not the exact number, a but it's about 2,000. Yeah. is over what she needs. And that's in like a batch of cookies. Like that's over what she needs per day. Mm-hmm. Wow, a teaspoon is so small. So I just, I just like add it all up and to try to, but it's helped me over the years. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I really thank God that I've been able to be resilient with that because, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been having trouble for a long time and I didn't have the heart failure diagnosis yet, right? Right. So I mean, I can't even imagine if I was a person that was like, oh, okay, whatever, I'm just going to still eat what I, I, I honestly, I don't know where I would be. Yeah. I'm just being honest. Yeah. It could have been so, way worse. Yeah. 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 Because it's a know, whole new meeting to your body is a temple. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Really, you have to yeah. health management. Yes. You have to take care of it. Discipline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Self-control. Really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fruits of the spirit. Come on. Yeah. Come on now. Who wants to ask the next question? I will. Okay. Um, Tabitha, what is a common misconception about people uh, with a disability? I kind of feel like persons with disability, we get, I don't know, I think we're grouped into just one category. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we as um, I feel like, and I include myself in this because we all need to be more educated. Yeah. Um, I feel like with like social media and and that's so much in our face right now right Mm -hmm. we get little glimpses of what what people are saying and it might not be like you know actual truth yeah to what maybe the illness the condition the disability or you know whatever it may be that the the person is struggling with right so I feel like people assume so much that they know when they truly don't understand, I don't know if I'm talking in circles right now. No, that makes sense. But they mm-hmm. truly don't understand what's going on. And so then we get misjudged mm-hmm. for what it is that we are able to do or yeah. that maybe like we do need assistance with. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Exactly. So I feel like it creates this lack of knowledge. Yeah. Creates this big misconception about, you know, what what a disability is. And what it is like to have a disability Mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe um, people, you know, saying that they understand, but unless you truly have a disability, you, you know, you, you got to walk in the shoes before you can say that, hey, I truly understand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's not even just about disabilities. I I personally feel like that's just life journey. Right. You know, like in general, um, we as okay, we're allowed to talk about Jesus. Yes. So I feel like we as Christians, sometimes we super judge things too fast Mm -hmm. and we don't take the time to like really just sit back and like listen to what a person is say, mm-hmm. saying and hearing mm-hmm. and what they're going through right right because you truly don't know until you are in the shoes yep right because it's really different to walk in shoes right yeah and then to just see the shoes right and 100%. be like oh those aren't cute or uh ooh, those shoes don't fit you yeah. know what i mean yeah. or whatever so yeah. I feel like we do that, and and I feel like a lot of that is the lack of education. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Oh, sorry, go, oh, go ahead. ahead. No, oh, 
Okay, okay. I think rock wait. paper scissors for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, go ahead. I think that us as a whole needs to do better about understanding that people with a disability doesn't mean they're less than. Yeah. Right. And it doesn't mean they can't accomplish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that they can't experience mm-hmm. the yes. things that we experience. It just mm-hmm. takes little accommodation. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And like even going as far as just like taking time to go that extra step to I'm going to hold the door for this person mm-hmm. or I'm going to help this person cross the street or I'm going to help them down the road, like whatever. I'm just going to go out of my way to do something nice for someone and like help them you know like it doesn't take that much time mm-hmm. to be nice yeah and to say oh someone's like oh i can't have this and you're like okay how can we make this work for you like right. what can i do to help you like right. what can we do just be a nice human like right. just, and sometimes life is crazy and there's a lot going on and you got a lot of stuff you're on a time schedule whatever it is mm-hmm. but like I promise you, we can wait. Like, go out right. of your way to help somebody. It's not that important. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 Yeah. And to be a game changer for people just, you know, just to be nice. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. to circle back to what you were saying about how you can't truly understand until you're in that person's shoes. Right. Um, I work with kids, uh, majority, I work with kids with multiple disabilities, but majority of the kids that I work with are on the spectrum, which is um, aut- autism spectrum disorder. Um, I don't have autism. I don't have a disability. Um, so do I understand exactly how they feel um, in every situation? No, I don't. I understand how to help them. Right. So I have been trained to understand how to help them, to understand how to help them decompress, how to de-escalate, how to make them comfortable in right. situations. Even so, even though I have all of this training and I can make assumptions on situations and say, okay, I know that this kid doesn't do well in uh, big crowds. I know this kid doesn't do well with loud noises. I know this kid doesn't do well when it's time to do schoolwork. I can make assumptions based on their personality and based how we've had um, behaviors previously. But because I truly don't understand how they're feeling in every moment... I cannot predict when they're going to be uncomfortable. I cannot right. predict when they're going to be upset. I cannot predict when something's going to be hard for them 100% of the time. Right. So I, all I can do is know how to help them and help um, de-escalate whatever the situation is. What is happening? What's so funny? What? I don't know. What's so funny? Gabby, I thought she was looking at me. I was like, why is she looking at me like that? But I, I think she was looking know. behind I just me. looked at her and she made a face at me. And I was like, why is she Because she, she was just so like staring. Know. And I was like, why are I don't know why we're laughing. I don't know what just happened. I oh just looked God. at her and she looked at me like. <laughs> That's so funny. I can't. Sorry. No, it's fine. But yeah, so I. And I wasn't seeing anything <laughs> going on. <laughs> Everybody just laughing. I'm like, I don't know. It's okay, Tabitha. I didn't know why it was funny either. I was like, is there something? Like, I thought your cat was like on me or like behind me or something. I can't. So, like, what you're saying is like, you learn these people, like, you learn them and understand, like, not maybe what they may be. I understand how to help them. How to help them. But I don't understand them because I don't have the disability. And so, even so, like, um, last night, for example, the lady that, um, uh, did our balloons for the party, which she was phenomenal just because balloons. Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. She Amazing. was great. Um, she's in the Youngstown area um, and she travels. So she's great. <clears throat> but anyway, she was telling me, um, asking me questions about kids on the spectrum. And I don't know the child that she was speaking about. So I can't, unless I meet that kid and work with that kid for a period of time, mm-hmm. I cannot uh, give specifications for said child. All I can do is give generalizations. Again, because I have to learn to help to to understand that child. But I won't fully understand everything that that kid's going through because I'm not in their head. I don't Mm -hmm. have the disability. So, you know, and I think think that's another uh, common misconception, um, especially in what I do in the work work that I do, is that, you know, there's experts on these things. Do they have the, some of them have the disability, and I can say that they understand. Mm -hmm. But the ones that don't, you understand the generalization of the disability and how it works in the brain and how it does all these things, but you cannot understand exactly yeah. how that person it's is feeling. It's just about educating right. yourself. Yeah. And like Tabitha right. said, it's a simple conversation. Yep. Hey, like, do you mind sharing some of your experience mm-hmm. with me? How can I better adapt to you and 
for future how can i you know whatever and for example to share some of the things that we do for tabitha like Mm -hmm. we know tabitha she took part in raising us we grew up learning how to accommodate so i know that when we're walking out and about usually her husband thomas is guiding her but i know you know what hook on my arm i'm gonna guide you and as we're walking I'm going to tell you how many steps there are when there's a bump, when there's a mm-hmm. weird thing. When, when the grass a, goes When weird there's a change of pavement. Terrain. To grass. Terrain. terrain. That's a good, good word. Good job, Bri. When the terrain changes. Or, or also when we're like, oh my gosh, do you see that? And I'm like, okay, Tabitha, this is what it looks like. It's about this far in front of you. Do you see this color here? Okay, you're like describing what's mm. in front of her. Or how take a picture it of it and then zoom mm-hmm. in so take she can see it. Take a picture and zoom, you know, just kind of. Yeah. Because she just can see something. Right. Just looking out and taking okay. care of because we love right. you. Right. Well, thank and it's you. Not, and it's not annoying to us. And that's on relationship. Mm-hmm. And so take some time to get to know your local yeah. person with a dis. I'm just kidding. Local <laughs> person with a disability. No. If you see I'm someone walking down there, you see someone in a wheelchair just going down the street, just stop and just get to know them. Just see what's going on. <laughs> Hi, you're in a wheelchair. I'm trying to be educated. What's up? <laughs> No, but also it's more of don't be like intimidated or fearful, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. of these people. Like if you see someone in one of those, what are the special wheelchairs that like, um, like the, the motorized, motorized, motorized like mm-hmm. if they're like paralyzed or something, or they have like a something going on, and they got a little, right? You know, yeah, the motorized one. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, there's yeah. a name for it. Power wheelchair. Yes, thank you, thank Tabitha. you, thank you. Um, don't feel intimidated or scared to go up and just have a normal conversation with mm-hmm. these people. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to even be about their disability. Yep. yep. Like, how are you doing today? You know, like, you got What's plans up? later? Like, you got plans later? I don't know what you're doing. Like, <laughs> what's going on? Like, right. I don't know. You want to go get coffee? Like, I don't know. Right. Yeah. Like, they're not scary. Yeah. yeah, but you could ask the next question. Right. Oh, you have it up already. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. What do you want people to know about your disability? Oh, I feel like that I have disability that you are able to see, Mm -hmm. but then I also have disability that you are not able to see Mm -hmm. because now because of my heart Mm -hmm. and um, because of how the syndrome has affected like my tendons and I've ruptured like four major tendons in my body um and my feet you know having the problems with the feet and surgeries on the feet like so it creates a disability that you know when I'm just sitting there you know people may not notice Mm -hmm. that I have disability right right um so I feel like here we go back to that same idea of of the judgment Mm -hmm. of what someone has going on Mm -hmm. Um, or like looking at you be like, I, you're fine. Like yeah. everything's fine. And you're like, it's yeah. not. <laughs> I, I struggle with, I feel like when I'm out in the community and, you know, to this day, this still is frustrating to me is because there is lack of education. And when a person notices that I can't see very well, they automatically stop interacting with me mm. and they go to the person who can who has full sight mm. and that's really frustrating to me yeah, like absolutely yeah. They, they treat you like you can't speak for yourself that now. i can't that now i can't speak for myself right right just because you have trouble seeing um, like what right exactly you have a mouth that moves yeah. and you have ears that and, hear right right and it's <clears throat> just like the to have more of an awareness yeah you know um it's you know, I, I feel like that's that's the thing that I feel like we need to do better yeah. at is just yeah. to have more of awareness of what it is the the problem is that a you know a person is having. You know, um, I also think it's pretty interesting when people find out I can't see very well, they start talking really loud to me and get really close to my face. What? Oh, what? Yeah, that's so, like when somebody says they're deaf and they start yelling. Yeah. Hey! Yeah. Yeah. My name so, is Bray. Yeah. <laughs> like so. What? Right. It's so. It's just. It, it's. But it's like opposite. What is talking louder going to make you right. see them better? <laughs> How, right. Hello. Right. That makes and no then, sense. Not Can't to you mention. Me now? Oh, right. <laughs> and when somebody like for me because I have such um, with my visual impairment, 
I, I do not have peripheral vision mm-hmm. and uh, my central vision is very, very poor. I have no reading vision in my right eye, only my left eye, but my my field of vision is so poor that I literally someone could be standing in front of me and I will not see them, you know? So, yeah. and then all of a sudden they'll pop in my field and it's pretty scary. Jump scare. Yeah. yeah. Like, Poor Tabitha gets scared a lot. Yeah. But she's like, uh, I do. Oh. Like, oh, what? I didn't see you there. Right. Like, <laughs> or she'll bump into you. She's like, yesterday she accidentally touched my boob. She's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I didn't mean to. I said, you want to do it again. <laughs> I'm like, that was an accident. I didn't mean to. But yeah, I, I feel like just, yeah, going back to that whole, like, really, it's find out about the problem. You know, yeah. and just don't assume that because a person has a disability that they don't want to interact with you. Mm-hmm. We like to speak for ourselves. Yep. Yes. We like to have our opinion shared. Yes. Uh, we still, you know, we talk about control, right? Mm-hmm. And we know that that's something that we have to deal with on a daily basis because mm-hmm. it's all about giving up control. Yeah. Right. And I mean, just in a normal walk. Right. Well, when then you put, you know, disability on top of it. Right. And you feel like everything is just sometimes being taken away from you Mm -hmm. and then that you don't have the choice anymore. Right. And they're going to the people who the person who is assisting or, you know, you're interacting with goes to the person who is quote unquote and I know I do weird air quotes I'm sorry because I really can't really see how that is done but anyways um, (laughs) so I have my own version of them that's okay but um, (laughs) anyways they go to the person who they can identify with the best yeah which is a person who doesn't have disability right right we're gonna have to pull that quote for our that was a good quote to have yeah yeah so I feel like but why do we do that as people? Because that's most comfortable. Yeah. And then why are we most comfortable with people who are quote unquote normal? Yeah. Because we're not educated. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because what we don't know is scary to us. Yeah. Yes. And I think it's also like everyone nowadays in this culture now, eggshells. Like we're constantly, mm-hmm. whether it's mm-hmm. sex, gender, race, disabilities, whatever the topic, it's like you don't want to say anything wrong. Right. You know, you don't want to do right. anything mm-hmm. wrong. Like, you don't know. Like, people are really sensitive. Like, people are really mean. Like, you just don't want to say the wrong thing. You don't want to be canceled. You don't want to say nothing crazy. So, like, right. is me asking, hey, like, you know, how can I help you? Like, mm-hmm. are they going to be offended? Well, why do you think I need, you know? Right. Yeah. But that's a really good point, Gabby, because uh, people who have disabilities sometimes because of the way that we've been treated i feel like over the years right or whatever a person's experienced sometimes it does go to the other extreme yeah mm-hmm. where it's exactly They're that super attitude and they don't they don't right. need help why right? do, why do you think i yep. mean even myself as being an occupational therapist you know i work with people who have conditions and disabilities mm-hmm. and even myself trying to be as um, you know empathetic as possible mm-hmm. You know, I have received, why would you think I need that? Mm, Why would you think I need help? Or like when someone refers to somebody as a mm ma'am, they're like, well, I'm not that old. Why do they get all offended because they're being called ma'am or sir? Well, how old do you think I am? Like, I call people my age, ma'am. I do too, just out of respect. Yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, so I would say that's probably... (laughs) I think that's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. You want to read the next one, Celine? Yeah, let me pull it up. Sorry, my how, phone. Like, I don't how know how you make the screen you? stay on. Oh, it's in I, the settings. Is it? It's in the display settings. All right, I'll show you when we're done. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, so I think this is a, a good follow up question. So, how can we as people better support the disabled community? Mm, that is a good question. Oh, geez, I feel like I sound like a broken record, but I'm going to go back to the education. Yeah. Um, I think that we as people with disabilities need to not be fearful of um i I guess exposing Mm. what our disability is to Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and be willing to talk about it Mm -hmm. um but i think the fear comes in is like well are they still gonna you know hire me for the job Mm -hmm. are 
where they it's this group of friends you know you know whether it's like middle school high school and you guys know that's a really tough oh yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a tough age it's, in it's, any generation it's, that's it's, right. worse it's tough to fit in yeah you know so sometimes I feel like we have to hide even more yeah um so I feel like there's accountability on mm-hmm. both sides mm-hmm. but that's to me all part of life anyways right yeah. it's not you can't just expect uh the persons without disabilities to do all the work right you know we as people with disability have to do some work too and come together and mm-hmm. collaborate and be willing to communicate and to have open discussion that's a good point that's mm-hmm. not just um what somebody puts on facebook on tiktok on instagram that may not even be the whole story or all the sides or someone knows what they're you know fully you know talking about yeah they're just you know um repeating words that they heard from Mm -hmm. someone else Mm, that is good I i definitely try to educate myself as best i can um, but even though it's hard because there are so many different disabilities so many. out there, both seen and unseen. Yeah. And I'm learning like <laughs> I have disability and I have to learn about everyone else's. Yeah. yeah. Like and I I can speak for me. Yeah. Right. And, and what I feel with mm-hmm. what my disabilities are. Right. Yeah. But I am not in a wheelchair. I'm not, you know, I, I'm not on the spectrum. I'm, you know, there's so many different conditions. Right. Mm hmm. So I know what I feel like for what I deal with. Yeah. Right? Right. So we all have to learn. Yeah. Okay, which leads us to our next question. Um, I know you can't speak for everybody else, but for you and your disability, at what point does it stop being supportive and start being overbearing? I think when people, this one is a really quick answer for me because Mm -hmm. I experience this all the time still. Mm -hmm. When people take things out of my hands that I know I can do. Or, oh. oh, yeah, or um, I'm gonna like just a direction, I, I or a path that I want to walk on, mm-hmm. but that I know I'm confident in because I know that path, right? Yeah, right. Because you like, could, like, your house, you don't need help walking around your house, right? Or yeah. work yeah. or whatever right, you have it right. memorized. So, I guess just being willing to accept when the person who knows their limitations mm-hmm. says, I got this, right. I got this. Yeah. Right. And to give me that sense of independence. Because that's the worst if someone takes that. The the one thing you know you can do. Right. And Mm -hmm. someone takes it out of your hands. Like if you need help, you'll ask for help. Right. It might take me a little bit longer, but allow me that time. Yeah. So that way I can be me. Absolutely. Like last night cleaning up for the party. I was like, what can I do? I was like, so this needs done. You know, the tablecloths and you fold up nicely. And she was like, okay, got it. Right. And exactly. she did it. I didn't question it. I was like, right. okay, she got it. Right. Yeah. And I didn't spill none of the salsa on no, the thing. No, you did. No, she, she was right. so careful and Ridiculous. folded it so perfectly. <laughs> yeah. It was so cute. I mean, honestly, I, you know, I really, I feel bad because for, you know, when, when someone has a disability and they know what they can do and that people like try to take it away from them and i understand mm-hmm. like you may be trying to be helpful or whatever but like let people let people do what they know they can do right mm-hmm. be, and, and you know like i understand that some people like have trouble asking for help but i feel as though um, this is just an assumption and correct me if i'm wrong but because you have a disability like you're used to asking for help that's right i and i do ask when right. i need it so if so if you i'm assuming that like you know everybody does what they can do and this goes for everything like for everybody even if you don't have a disability everybody does what they can do to their best ability and then when they need help they'll ask for it mm-hmm. and i know that some people have uh trouble asking for help but you know you don't have trouble mm-hmm. like when we go shopping for example you need guided around the store, but you don't need help looking at the clothes on the rack. Right. You don't. You don't need help um, walking, like talking to the person at the register. The only thing you need help with when uh, shot when paying is mm-hmm. where do I insert my card? Show I point to it. Are. Yeah. You and you can do the buttons on your own, mm-hmm. and you can't see the line to sign usually. So I guide your hand and you sign. I don't help you sign. Right. I don't push your buttons for you unless you say, "Well, maybe." <laughs> <laughs> but you know unless you're like hey i gotta put this back up you know can yeah. you help me do this yeah sure yeah and you know i i think and i honestly am grateful that we were able to grow up 
um, with you. I mean, for more than just that reason, but like because we grew up helping you do things. Mm-hmm. Um, not that you're can't do things on your own, but like because we grew up learning how to help adapt things for you. Mm-hmm. Like I feel that it gave me a better outlook on how to care for people and help people absolutely um and under and try my best to educate myself and understand people right because if we didn't have that in our life then i feel as though we wouldn't have as much compassion for those that may have a disability in general right do you feel the same yeah i definitely feel that i feel like because sometimes it's like because people aren't exposed to that it's like scary Mm -hmm. it's like scary and like i was telling telling brie before you celine and lauren like i'd never had any black friends before because like the school i went to was all white yeah the demographic you didn't have the availability i wasn't scared of black people don't hear me right i'm not i wasn't scared (laughs) of no she screamed when she saw me (laughs) (laughs) a black person Ah! it was just i had not been exposed to that you know i've not been exposed to like not like you're you're a person you have your own unique you know yeah there's uniqueness to you but it's just like the culture's different it's different it's not what i'm used to and and it it was it was a little little intimidating i'm like oh my gosh like i don't want to say the wrong thing i don't Mm. but like Mm. i had told brie i was like it's really refreshing but your life becomes more beautiful. Yes. yes. I, I told Brie, I was like, in. is it wrong for me to say that I'm really glad that I have black friends now? No. Like, I'm really glad about that. Like, because I feel like I've just opened up mm-hmm. and and seen the world differently, mm-hmm. even though I kind of knew and like, I love everyone equally as they are. But I just had never experienced having a deep relation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So it was just like, I feel like the lack of exposure mm-hmm. in being with someone and knowing someone loving someone who has a disability mm-hmm. and knowing how to handle it and knowing how like it's just scary it's really intimidating and mm-hmm. and you just don't know like mm-hmm. do you take it off their hands and be helpful but also that's taken wrong and like they're yeah. independent and they can do it right. but you don't know yeah. so I, it, it really is like Tabitha said going back around educating yourself mm-hmm. yeah. educating those around you mm-hmm. with correct information not what you see on TikTok right, right. Um, but also yeah. understanding that like okay not everybody in a wheelchair is all the same yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. like everyone's condition is different mm-hmm. yeah. like Tabitha's legally blind but she's not completely blind that's mm-hmm. right you know she can still see and to this things. day, I still don't know what her range of vision is. It's yeah. 28 <laughs> years, and I'm like, can you see this? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I don't even know my own vision. <laughs> it's like sometimes she does well with, like, when we take pictures, like, she's like, you know, am I looking at the camera? So I'm like, hey, can you see my hand up here? Look at my hand. Sometimes she's like, yeah, I can see your hand. Sometimes she's Other like, times nope. she's like, no, I can't. I think it's just, like, the lighting and all that. Like, right. Everything comes into play. And you don't think about like how like you're like you constantly do have to be adapting and changing unless you're in your own environment. And even so, you may have to adapt and change to something like uh, like the other day. It wasn't the other day. Um, Okay, so back when you she used to have a cat. Can I tell the story? Yeah. Okay, so back when she used to have a cat, um, (laughs) she's in her home environment that she's used to. Mm -hmm. And her cat was white. And sorry, Lemon's doing something crazy. Okay, so her tail ca- sleeps in the bed while we record, and Lemon just jumped up and she likes to lay on him while he sleeps and like do biscuits on him. That's so funny. She's so ridiculous. It's super funny. Anyway, so the cat that Tabitha used to have was white. And uh, my Uncle Thomas said, her husband said that uh, he walked in the room and she was standing far away from the bed, and on the bed, she thought was the cat. And she's like, Macy, you're so cute. Da, 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 da. And it was his sock. <laughs> and she's talking to a sock, and he's like, Tabitha, that's my sock. <laughs> and she's like, oh. And so, like, that was, it's her in her own home, but she thought it was the cat. And right. there was another time she was at work, and down the hallway, she thought she was talking to a coworker, and it was just a chair <laughs> with yes. no one in it. That's right. And so, yes. You know, like, things are always like, Changing, and she may think that she sees one thing and she doesn't see it, and whatever. And so, um, I think that's important to educate yourselves too, especially if you have a loved one or somebody that you care about. Mm -hmm. 
that you know does have a disability in some way like you may think that again you may think you totally understand but you don't and you may think you know how to help that person but you don't and you know there's still times to this day like I've been I've known Tabitha for her 28 year, 28 years because I'll be 28 next week like she's been my auntie for 28 years so uh I know how to help her but still to this day I'm like a new situation okay how can like what is easiest for you in this situation? How can I help you in this situation? I know how to help you in this situation, but I don't know how to help you in that situation. Like mm-hmm. what's easiest for you? Like I'm still trying to like make it so that she can be as independent as possible because mm-hmm. I'm not trying to like take over the situation. And now there are going to be situations where somebody has a disability that you do have to do everything for them. Yeah, you know, like That's I, right. I'm uh, a one-on-one aide for a student that I have to do everything for him. Mm-hmm. He cannot feed himself. He cannot walk on his own. I have to push him around in his wheelchair. Um, I have to do everything for him. And we're praying and, and believing that, you know, God will continue to make progress in his life because, you know, he is doing things like crawling around on his own and things like that, which is a miracle because um, he has a traumatic brain injury. But um, I have to do everything for him. And so, you know, I'm hoping that in his progress that I can also progress mm-hmm. and give him space to be independent in the places that he can be independent. Right. And so in a safe place, in a safe place, but I won't understand it. Right. I'll just understand how to help him and grow with him. Mm-hmm. So. We should all just strive to be a safe place. Yes. Yeah. For yes. those who struggle with a disability, not struggle. That's the wrong word. Those who have a disability. Yeah. Right. yeah. 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 Because I feel like the one thing is that with a disability, uh, you were talking about, you know, like you maybe have a sinus infection or mm-hmm. allergies, right? Yeah. That's going to go away. Right. And yeah. the thing that with disability. It doesn't. It doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's, an every, it's an every day that you have to Adapt. overcome yep. something and be persistent. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. to, to persevere through. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I feel like, you know, that's, that's huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the adversary is always out to get you anyway. So. Always. So, like, I... And you have a disability on top of that. Like, dang. <laughs> yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. People don't realize how difficult it can be. Mm-hmm. You know? And I, I, I want to applaud you because even though you have a disability, you don't let that stop you. Mm-hmm. And, I like, that is so powerful to me because you're one of the strongest people that I know because I, I can't fathom doing what you do every day Mm -hmm. i can't and and i i'm like you know i think that's to me that's what like it's a part of you and that's what makes you so great is that you you just do Mm -hmm. like this is my life i just do and i'm gonna do it as independent as possible right and i love that faith yes Mm. that's that's how i get through yeah you know people will ask me how do you i'm like i do a lot of praying Mm mm-hmm so that's that's been my that's been my focus, mm-hmm. you know, the mark, you know. I just yeah. I really do. I do a lot of praying. It doesn't mean that I don't get down. No. And it doesn't mean that I don't have my hard days, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I always still try to keep that as focus mm-hmm. to overcome, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so that's what I do. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, we're going to wrap it up with the last question. Okay. My favorite question. Um, what do you think makes people with a disability so special? Wow. Um, I feel like it's the, the perseverance, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and, and I really feel like, you know, like all of us are working on our walk every day. Um, if, you know, for persons who have like uh, a Christian faith or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever their, their faith, you know, center may be, Mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, most people are striving, you know, to do better. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like just to have that perseverance, despite having things that every day limit you or impact you. Yeah. Um, is huge. Yeah. You know, and I think persons with disabilities have, you know, different uh, sensory systems that are even enhanced even more yeah Mm -hmm. uh their empathy can be even more you know sympathy Mm -hmm. you know those are two different you know totally two different things but they're just say your sense of smell 
you know, whatever. And your ears. Yeah. You cannot whisper hear. nothing. Yeah. Tabitha hears She's like, everything. What was that? Hello? She's like, what'd you say? I'm like, nothing. nothing. There's like, no secrets around Tabitha. She gonna hear right. you. Yes, you did say something. She's got ears like a dog. She can hear you. Um, but yeah, I think that's what, because, you know, there's other, even though you might not be able to see very well or your, you know, hearing's impacted or your ability to walk or your, I mean, it could be any, it's just so mm-hmm. many things, right? right? Mm-hmm. Something else is still going to be awesome. Right. Yeah. So. You better say that. Recognize what that is. Yeah. And make that shine you know that's so good yeah i love that oh i love that and um we'll wrap it up thank you so much tabitha for being on the podcast with us today thank you you so much this i this is probably my favorite episode we've done so far Mm -hmm. it's given a good episode it's great um is there a challenge that that you want to give tabitha to our listeners Um, or that anybody else wants to give do you have one I would say for me, and I'm so sorry I've done so good this whole time and my voice is weird right now. No, it's okay. Um, I would say for me, it would be to, even though you're having a bad day, know that there's someone out there that is in a way worse situation. Yeah. It may not be about disability. Right. It may be relationship. It may be financial. It may be loss where they're at you know spiritually Mm -hmm. you know in a dry place um Mm -hmm. and i apologize about my voice always remember that that's what i do yeah i do when when i feel like oh my goodness i can't it rains it pours right yeah no there's someone that's way i still have so many blessings right yeah Mm -hmm. so there's always somebody out there that needs prayer yeah and there's always somebody out there that's just challenging more than what even you are yeah and that's that's what i try to tell people and i try to keep that in my forefront like on a daily just that daily for me that's what i do that's really good that's good that's really good. another challenge you could do is to educate yourself yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. educate educate others and be willing to go out of your way for someone yeah and have those conversations. Right. Yep. And don't give up on the person. You, yeah. you know, the, the person that you find that you're, you know, trying to talk to, they might not be in a place yet where they're ready for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I think that happens too, right? Mm-hmm. So just because maybe the person isn't going to be as responsive, maybe they're going to be grumpy with you or seem really defensive. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean somebody else will do the right. same. It just means that maybe that person isn't ready. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, don't give up yeah and just keep trying to like what you said gabby education is key Mm -hmm. and to try to open your heart yeah to all situations Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. i love that allow a person to identify as themselves yeah be as independent as possible Mm -hmm. yeah and make them strong right yeah mm-hmm. so instead of bringing them down yeah lift them figure out how you lift a person mm-hmm. in the best way mm-hmm. and that's gonna make them only be successful yeah mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. not not to just be like oh look at this person they overcame this this and this allow them to do them yeah, yeah. and to be them and be as independent as possible because they don't need you to be and great the safety measures they mm. can they don't need you to be great they can be great on their own that's right mm-hmm. yes mm. exactly but that's for all of us yeah. yeah so i empower you three ladies you guys are all beautiful and wonderful mm, thank you do that same thing in your walk mm-hmm. yeah right mm-hmm. stand out be different yeah right show mm-hmm. god's love mm-hmm keep that with you every day yeah you too you too i'm going to girls hallelujah (laughs) hey well we thank you so much for listening to this episode we hope you enjoyed we loved it thank you again tabitha for being on thank you for podcast she will be on again yes you're stuck now you're gonna have to come back the last not the last we love you all and we hope you have a wonderful week and we will we will see you next time on the sin and don't rob a walmart and run into a funeral home don't do that (laughs) no don't ever do that anything from this episode that's the one (laughs) (laughs) that's it that's it that's all exactly all right we love you guys all right Bye. Bye. bye bye